What's going on? This is DJ Brainstorm. Welcome back to the Drunk Mind Sober Thoughts Podcast. Normally, what we do at this time, we give you a rundown on what's going to be on our show and the episode for the week, but we're not going to do that this time. This week, instead, what we're going to do is ask everyone who are planning to attend Popalooza Vegas to reach out to us. We know that the three members on our show, a lot of us have talked to different people on a one-on-one basis, and we know your information when you're coming in and things of that nature, but we need people outside of that. We want to try to finalize some of these things that we want to plan for everybody. So if we have not talked to you one-on-one, please reach out to us either on our personal social media pages or on the DMST Boys page on IG or Twitter and let us know the day you're coming in, where you're staying, things of that nature so that we can try to finalize these plans. We're looking forward to meeting everybody. It's going to be a bomb-ass time. You cannot go to Vegas and not have a good time. And if the DMST Boys are hosting it, you're going to definitely have a good time. So reach out to us, coordinate with us, Let's have a good time. We have an app that we're going to be using so that everybody can communicate when we're out there. It's all going to be good. Just help us out. Reach out to us. Let us know what your plans are. DMST Boys, B-O-Y-Z on Instagram and Twitter or our personal pages. Thank you. Now, sit back, pull one up, get drunk minded with us. Enjoy the show this week. Peace. Welcome to episode number 95 of the Drunk Mind Sober Thoughts podcast. We want to thank y'all for tuning in this week again. The Facebook Live is up and it's popping. It's no issues this week. So thank y'all for tuning in right now or the people that will be tuning in very, very soon. Welcome to episode number 95 of the Drunk Mind Sober Thoughts podcast. Playboy, what's good? How you feeling? What's good with it, man? Playboy the DJ, Playboy D-A-D-J. Uh, same old shit, man. Just a different week, dude. Okay. Uh, my week was good. Okay. Sitting in our third chair today is our homie, Big Dev. What up? What's going on, man? Dev- Big homie. Yeah, so <laughs> just to give y'all a, a, a brief update real quick, we got a guest host in the building today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's our homie, Big Dev. He's been with us on the show before. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it about a year ago? It was about a year ago. Uh, always be. I do it every time. <laughs> I always shoot, Playboy. 
<laughs> it's always oh, played when it goes live. But yeah, Dev was on the show before previously. The episode was called Vasectomy is Lit. Oh my God, I remember that, man. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yo, as ever, that man. one was a, definitely a hilarious ass sure episode. Was, man. So, welcome back to the show, man. Thanks. Thanks for having me again. How you man. feeling? I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling real good. The Browns have made trades, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it looked about 65 degrees outside, yeah. even though it's only 39. I yeah. feel good, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I was telling him earlier. I'm like, it's. It's actually cooler today yeah. than it was yesterday, which is yeah. weird because yeah. I went out there yesterday. It was. It was really nice. But yeah, yeah. Like, I was at work when they was uh, you know, getting the do 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 on my phone and shit mm-hmm. alerts. Mm-hmm. I work at a chemical factory. Oh. I think I almost blew up the place. <laughs> nigga, I literally was sitting there. I was leaving shit alone. Hopefully, nobody at my job watching this shit. Today. Oh man, but nigga, they, I mean, they made some solid, some solid moves, man. Yeah, real yeah. solid moves, man. Yeah. I can't. Wait. I'm excited actually. Shout out to him, man. Yeah, yeah. Man. yeah so I'm feeling good, man. So had a good week. I had a I had an okay week, man. You know, work worker 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 uh wear you down a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I had, one, I had one of them stressful work weeks. You know what I'm saying? But I'm good though. I'm yeah. good, man. You know what I mean? You go home to the fam, little one stuff like that. Right, you know right. what I mean? Cavs on the five game winning streak. Everything for me yeah. to go back around. Yeah, the sports. we we had right. to kind of strategically <laughs> do the time of day. I know we wanted to do it after the Cavs game, and we yeah. should be done in enough right. time that we'll still be able to catch the end of Duke and Kansas. Yeah, right. yeah. You know, so that's what's up. That's though, what's man. up though. So everybody that's tuned in on the live feed right now, we want to thank y'all for tuning. And then no uh, hopefully the camera is working A1 today. Yeah. We did a little test earlier, and you know, me and Playboy, and it was working pretty nice then. Okay. So, so as y'all see again, no Paco this week. He was in Philly this weekend. I saw some pictures. He is out there repping the Papalooza t shirt. So, oh, yeah, no remember that event is coming up in April, April 26th to 29th. We got a little bit more on that one later for y'all. So, um, all right, so you did kind of mention it, Dev. When you hear, you know, you know, some, some of this we gonna slant towards mm-hmm. sports, we got mm-hmm. other stuff we gonna do, but mm-hmm. we. We gonna get a couple of things out the way real quick. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Like you said, Cavs and one five in a Cavs row. Cavs five in a row, man. How how you feeling? You feeling a little better with them? I'm feeling good, man. The whole team hasn't been together yet. Still, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. So, um, part of you is nervous because they ain't been together yet, right? But then part of you understands the whole team hasn't been together yet. Right, so, right, right. Um, we'll see. Um, they got about what ten games left? Eleven games, I think, into the playoffs. Yeah. So I think after the day it's ten. Now. Yeah, I yeah. think it's ten. So um, they got a back to back this week. We'll see. We'll see how it goes, yeah. man. We'll see how it goes, man. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm excited. They beat the Nets today. Yeah. So it was double duty. We we got a victory and we made our draft pick exactly <laughs> exactly better. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, you know, whether that bald head dude come back or not, I think we'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> what you got against him, man? <laughs> I don't know what I got against him. I really don't. I wish I could, like, pinpoint it. Right. My problem with him, man, I just – I don't know. LeBron, he, LeBron just realized he could hoop good, like, about – Four or five years ago, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right. I still in Miami. It took like two championships from to realize he was that good. Yeah, you know what right, I mean? But whatever. Right. He a good dude, man. He a, a amazing, you know, person outside of right. Yeah, game, no doubt. You know that kind of stuff, man. Mm-hmm. So most right. of my issues is his confidence on the court. Sometimes I'm right. like, I get you. You know what my biggest problem <sighs> with him is, and, and it's and it's never really going to change. It's the fact that he's he's too emotional on the court at he times. Is. It's like, bro. All right, somebody get blue pass on defense and this and that, and somebody gives up a layup, great, fine. If we know somebody should have rotated, fine. Right. But you, your old demonstrative <laughs> ass, acting like acting like nobody to ever beat your ass off the dribble before. You think I be sitting there like, yeah, all the time. You like, don't give up a layup? <laughs> Girl, shut up, man. He's got blue, blue pass. <laughs> he told us somebody else gave up three threes lady. in a row. Right. This, this, nigga, this nigga Jr. gave up a contested jumper from forty-two feet, and you mad at him? <laughs> so you just gonna let the nigga make it? <laughs> 
like, good, oh, Behind so, the back yeah, half-court yeah, shot. Right, you right, gonna right. So you're just going to let him shoot from half-court, JR? Really, JR? <laughs> so, so that's what we doing now? <laughs> that's know, the stuff to be annoying that's, me about LeBron. That's why that one funny little video skit that somebody be doing all the time. Remember the, the one guy to be in basketball shorts? He also coming in the room, all his friends be oh, around. Yeah. He be yelling, <laughs> what you going to do, Kyrie? All that shit or whatever. Yeah, that's LeBron to a T. Like, yeah, I can see him doing that shit for real. Like they put out one when all the trades happened. It's like all y'all niggas could go. Get out. Get out. All y'all. Yeah, that right, shit right. was hilarious to me, man. But yeah, uh, like you said, if he comes back or not, they'll be all right. So I'll, I'll ask you. We ask a lot of our guests. Mm-hmm. You think he coming back? What's your What's your thoughts on that? I mean, you know what? It's crazy. I think about it every day because I'm that much of a sports dummy. Like, well, who thinks about this kind of stuff? No, I get day? you. Right. I get you. But I go back and forth with it every day. Part of me. It, he gotta just be like, I'm too old to be going back and to, forth. To pick man. up my whole my whole family and move everybody. Like you, what all that you stuff. telling your kids? Your son about to be in like the eighth, ninth grade. Just and what, you, you gonna play what? for the Rockets? And you know what? That is the sole reason I'm holding on to the fact that I believe he's gonna stay. Yeah. But like, then if he stays, is he gonna try to make Trey Young or whoever we draft? <laughs> <laughs> this nigga caught up on that nigga Trey Young. That's like the 20th time or, dead to see Trey nigga. or whoever we draft. Is he gonna try to make them like an underling? You know what I mean? Which they will be, but. LeBron always trying to make people their son, his son. Right. You know what I mean? Like, he'll say, you yeah. know what I mean? The kid, like he try to play people. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I want somebody to get drafted here and spread their wings if they're gonna come. So I don't. Oh yeah. I think it's about fifty five, forty five. He'll stay. Right. I think the the sucker in him <laughs> want him to leave so bad, man. Uh-huh. But he got a lot of other stuff going on. You can't just keep. How you gonna move from home, go somewhere else, come back, then leave again? Like, come it just back home, make sense, man. With this all this fanfare and shit about being back home, and you, you flying sense, singers man. in, you know, for yeah. for, for a big ass um, pep rally down in Akron and uh, shit uh, to right. be like, you know what, I'm gonna leave again. It just don't make sense. I don't see it happening. I think, I, with that being said, I think he's gonna stay. Yeah. I think he's just gonna drag. He's gonna be typical LeBron and drag the yeah. shit. Oh, out. he gonna he gonna be yeah. drama oh. king. He gonna be drama yeah. king. Now, with that said, you know. This is what you sign up for with LeBron. I've said it a million mm-hmm. times on this mm-hmm. show. You know that your team is going to be good with him on your team. You yeah. know that you're probably going to the finals yep. when he's on your team. Yeah. And you're going to have a chance to win it because yeah. you're going to get at least a couple games because he's LeBron. Yeah. You know right. what I'm saying? But it's all the other stuff that go along with yeah. it that everybody that – you'd have to live in a city and be a fan of a team that LeBron plays for to actually know what it's like to go through all this stuff of – Man, is he gonna stay? Is he yeah. not gonna stay? The right. little passive aggressive stuff, you know, all that stuff. He's he's a drama dude. So right. it's always gonna be something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whoever, you know, I'd rather take that over Kyrie being out for six to eight weeks. Yeah. yeah. Steph Curry being out for three to five weeks. You know what I mean? Like that's that's the that's 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 the other side. That's the injury report for LeBron is you gotta put up right. with a big six eight, two hundred and sixty pound baby sometimes. Right. All right. right. I get it. But he'll be available every night to give you thirty, ten, and ten. So Right, yeah. And the numbers he's putting up right yeah. now. Like you can't even shit on the numbers. I yeah. couldn't believe he had thirty seven, ten and nine today. I said, Where? What the fuck? It's quiet. <laughs> You have a quiet 37. It yeah. was crazy. Well, man. Kevin Love had a quiet 20 because he said it during the game. At one right. point, Kevin Love had, yeah. I think, 16 points and 14 boards. I'm like, and what? he was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, he's been sitting down for the whole third quarter. Like, yeah. how the hell is he? Yeah, I don't right. know. But so, yeah, we'll see. That's a deep team, man. That's yeah. a deep basketball team. Very, very the team so. is built differently. This is the old 9, 10 Cavs on steroids. Yeah. Like, this is, right. you know what I mean? This is that team on a whole nother level. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. And um, this is a really talented team, man. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. See yeah, happens. man. I think you put them on the floor with anybody, they can they can get a win. Oh, yeah. So we'll, we'll yeah. see what happens, man. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. I, I agree with you. Evie just said, what's up, Evie? He just said in the feed, like, yo, y'all going to miss him when he gone. So just appreciate him. That's Look, true. I appreciate him. Damn sure appreciate him. 
So yeah, I don't know. One more thing before we get into these topics for today. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, again, you're the sports guy, so mm-hmm. it's well. I'm not saying I'm not. I'm not disrespecting your sports. No, no, no. Uh, Playboy. I'm not doing that at all. No, no, no. Because <laughs> uh, I be having to wonder sometimes. See, yeah. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, it, what would you do with? Well, we already know quarterback at number one probably mm-hmm. with the Browns. What would you do with number four, real quick? It's a tough decision, man. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I, it's a guy. I don't want to. Hype, put anybody's, you know, um, hype somebody's stuff up. I'm not going to promote nobody. But um, this is a dude named um, Vlo, Vlo Lombardi or whatever. Right. But he had on YouTube, he, like, has actual game film right. of of draftees or whatever. Yeah. So, Bradley Chubb is a really good defensive end, man. He absolutely is. He's really good. Right. We could use a good, a, a, a solid 10-year. I'm talking about three- to four-time pro bowler. Good in run defense. I mean, he's really good, man. But I really like Saquon Barkley. I'm I'm fighting myself right now because right. I've watched enough football and basketball in my life. To I remember the first time I ever saw Saquon Barkley play. Right. It was against like Iowa on a random Saturday. It was a couple years ago, and I'm like, this dude is good yeah, at is. football, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't. Penn State still had like, uh, y'all ain't gonna, they still had like little boys in in in. Oh, I hell! <laughs> all right, like they were still like <laughs> <little> <laughs> They still had little boys in showers. Yeah, they still basically. had them in the in the, in the VIP what, section up there. What's the oh, grandfather damn. for uh, <laughs> uh, uh, what's the name of that what's the name of that show? The grandfather that talk all hey little boys and girls. What is, what is it? Family Guy, yeah. nigga. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they had Family yeah. Guy at Penn State. Yeah. Jesus Christ. But, yeah, but yeah, they, 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 they <laughs> were still like, I'm, I'm going to give you all a long-winded answer. So I, I, want them to take, I want them to take Saquon Barkley. Yeah, okay. But I can see if they took Bradley Chubb. They're not taking a DB. They they signed four DBs, yeah. traded for one. They're not, they're not, they're not. Right. I don't think they'll draft me because it's Patrick. No, nah, I don't think so. So um, I got I got Barkley one, Chubb two. Yeah, that's what I got. Denzel Ward three. Yeah. Okay. They better not trade down. Right. Yeah, I that, need a blue chip. I need a stud. Yeah, yeah keep that one in yeah. forward. You're bad because you because you keep trading down <laughs> and not yeah. taking the people at the top of the yeah. draft. And not saying everybody yeah. works, but you're bad because yeah. you keep passing on the people that are yeah. top tier, can't miss talent. Yeah. Stop doing that. Take the best person on the board yeah. and go start winning some fucking football games. Right. I can't stand Sundays right now. Right. Me Absolutely, either, man. man. And we overvalue. I, I like Duke Johnson. I like Duke Johnson. I like Duke Johnson. Yeah. We tend to overvalue in this city a lot. He's good. I get now. you. He's good, but the Patriots, t- good teams keep a James White and a Deion Lewis and a LeGarrette Blunt. You got to have multiples. So if we can go Barkley, Hyde, Duke, yeah. you only get Duke the ball five, six times a game. He good, and the thing is, he's impactful when he six got to touches, get the ball. Yeah, six touches for forty-two yards. Yeah, Shut up and go back to the bench. You know what I mean? That's meal, it. Get your meal real right. quick. Fifteen carries for for Carlos Hyde. 13 carries for Barkley and six catches. That's what I need for my backfield. Exactly. You know what I mean? I don't think we can just lean on Carlos Hyde and Duke Johnson. No. People are putting way too much of a value on Duke. Yeah, I feel That's one of the reasons, too. I'll ride, I, I ride with Carl Nassib and Emmanuel Ogbon and them on the other side of defensive end before I just ride with Duke Johnson. Right. Got to be collective effort. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I would love a backfield of Saquon Barkley, Carlos Hyde, and Duke Johnson. Yeah, with absolutely. Tyrod Taylor. I'm with yeah. you. I, I, and Josh and Landry. And yeah. Coleman and the Joku, come on, man! Yeah, got yeah. to. They, they Jesus, are they are very close to being able to. 
And it ain't because it ain't because I got the fan. Made my heart too. <laughs> shit, I looked around like instant shit was like Whoa. no, but uh, they are closer than a lot of people realize mm-hmm. to being able to actually put an offense on the field that people oh, have yeah. to actually game plan and worry oh, yeah. about different pieces or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that one. So all right, so let's 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 get into a little bit of the stuff that we got going on this week. And before we go there, let's make this announcement about Palooza. What it do? This is Candy Baby, star of The Connected, out right now on YouTube. April 26th through the 29th, it is going down. Podpalooza in Vegas. Make sure you're going to be there because I sure will be. Al. Yes. Podpalooza is an event put on by DMST and some of our other friends, our podcast friends in different states. Yep. We know a lot of people are going. We can't wait to see y'all out there. If you want to go, you can still come out there and hook up with us. Uh, Just hit us up in our inboxes. Reach out to us on our IG, DMST Boys, B-O-Y-Z. It's going to be a good time. You know, we were talking about it when you -hmm. you first got here. I'm like, yo, just catch a flight, bro. It's... We would take a look. Yeah. Mary. Oh, yeah, definitely, man. Uh, So it's going to be a good time, April 26th to April 29th. Uh, uh, Podpalooza brought to you by DMST and, and and a lot of our good friends out of uh, that'll be there out of Indy and, and Texas and, and Pennsylvania and New Cali. York and Cali and all these other places. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good look. Uh, so we hope to PA. see everybody there. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so let's let's catch up with you, Dev. Again, yeah. as, as we said earlier, you haven't been on with us since our previous show, The yeah, One yeah, Facet to yeah, Me yeah. is Lit. That show was crazy. Uh, <laughs> uh, so what's been up with you? I mean, we know that you do the writing and yeah, things like that or whatever because you haven't gotten back into the radio or anything yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, I kinda, I let my, I, my homie Chuck the World, man, he took it and, run, and ran with it, man. You know what I mean? They won a couple of awards in the city. They doing, they doing it's what's up. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a different flavor than what I'm, you know, than what I, 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 I'm used to. But whatever. It's, it's, it's dope, man. And it's all under the I Am 206 umbrella. And it's all love if it's coming from the city. So, right. you know, I yeah, you know, issue with me. Um, but I've been doing a lot of writing, man, a lot of poetry stuff. A lot of um, I'm developing a couple scripts right now too. So, uh, yeah, man. that's dope. Dramas, man. I don't, you know, I don't want to give away the, the 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 goodies, but I'm 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 pretty deep into this the one. It's called the residential, whatever. I, I worked with a lot of um, at risk kids, like in professional okay. life. Okay. Um, so it's it's kind of to look at kids in the system, just that that. I don't want to give it away for somebody. Is it a, is it a drama? It's a, a drama. comedy? Okay. It's a drama. Full length, you know, 52, 54 minute okay. joint. So um, working on that and just trying to find different inroads and how to effectively create that. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to do a local YouTube thing with it at all. Right. You know what I mean? Okay. And at all. You know what I mean? But um, I don't want to just give it to somebody to take over. So whatever. So. Um, working with a couple of people locally to try to figure out the best route, if maybe to shoot the first episode and try to sell that, you know what I mean? But then you incorporate people who were in the show who <laughs> aren't going to get hired right. to be actors. In the sh- you know what I mean? So whatever, man, it's a lot. But um, on the poetry side, man, I got, uh, you know, we still do I Am 2 and 6 Unplug. We've only done one show this year. So uh, we're trying to still set that up at, at Take 5 downtown. But I'll be, I do different poetry stuff about the city, man. So I'll be out at the uh, Larchmere yeah, um, I was, I was just about to plug that. Wednesday, I was just man. about to plug that. Uh, Seven thirty. Poetic movement. That's yeah, one of our homegirls. I'm a shout her out. I'm yeah. sorry, cut you. I'm a shout her mm-hmm. out. I, I'll use her her mm-hmm. online persona. Thursdays underscore angel. Yes, yes. Uh, yes. She's with the uh, poetic movement, correct? Mm-hmm. Poetic and they're, movement. And they're doing an event this Wednesday mm-hmm. at seven thirty, Larchmere Arts Gallery. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and actually, I have the address. I had the address. I'll put it into there. 
into the feed a little bit later. But Larchmere okay. Arts Center, uh, it's it's gonna be a dope event. I, oh, yeah. I missed it when oh, they yeah. did the last one, so I'm definitely gonna make it out this this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's, it's weird because I I've been get, I I'm. I dabbled in writing a little bit, like especially with the poetry or whatever, mm-hmm. and I haven't wrote in a while because mm-hmm. I remember talking to her about it last year when she was talking about getting the event back up and running. Mm-hmm. But I've been getting that itch lately, so I, you know I might get out there on Thursday. I mean, I'm sorry, on Wednesday, and it just and just I ain't saying I'm doing it on Wednesday. Uh-oh. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, it may give me that that motivation. I call you up there too. I <laughs> know, uh, yeah, it, it might give me that motivation to be like, all right, you know, I got a couple of things stashed away though. I might be able to pull out though if I so? if I'm so inclined. You know, <laughs> if the if the Paul Masson moves me, you know what I'm saying? That's what's up, man. Cannon to the right of him. Cannon to the left of him. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm getting more and more out there with the poetry. Well, I've been doing poetry for, for like yeah. six, seven years now. But uh, more consistently going to places and doing it because I had a poetry album that I'm that I finished and I'm putting out. I'm gonna, I, I'll be sitting around I'm like, why well, I got so much stuff going on? Man. Right. But I'm putting a uh, poetry album out that I did called Just a Love Story. It's, Actually, the inspiration behind the other script that I'm working on, but you know, right? Um, but yeah, okay, so I'm do, I, I went out to the, I did the the port, the poetic movement thing last month. They had okay. they had the first one um, at the same place, and I did like three um, joints from the poetry album. There, it was pretty dope, man. That's what's, that's up. what's up, man. That's what's up. So now you mentioned that you don't want to really do the YouTube thing or whatever. Yeah. Like, like, what's your, like, why are you so adverse to doing the YouTube? I'm thing? not, because- a, I'm not adverse to doing it. Um, you know, sometimes you get snake bitten from working with people who you rock with. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, I would love to work with people that's dope, and we ride this thing all the way to the finish line. You know right. what I'm saying? Right, I but get you. I'm, I'm like snake bitten from working with folks, and things go left. Right. Then I'm like, I just want to get this 100% right the way it needs to be, and then pitch it up and above, you know what I mean, Local stuff. I would love to do something locally and have it grow. Right. I really got inspired originally to write uh, scripts and stuff from Issa Rae, the girl that does right. Insecure. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. talked about that she the last started, time. Yeah, here. she started in um, at Stanford. She did like local, I mean, um, YouTube, mm-hmm. a YouTube series. When she was at Stanford. Then she did yeah. the Awkward Black Girl. Then she did Insecure. Right. You know what I mean? So I wouldn't, and uh, like two or three people in Insecure were in her Awkward Black Girl YouTube okay. mm-hmm. series. You know what I mean? So, that was one of the inspirations for me. So I wouldn't mind doing that. I just, I got to find some solid people. It's an avenue, you know? Yeah. Oh, it definitely is. I just got to find solid folks. Mm-hmm. That's that's the hard, the hardest part is not the idea and the execution on your part. It's, fi- it's finding the solid people to build the foundation with, to grow something with. Right. That's the hardest right. part, man. Right. Absolutely. The hardest part. Right. Yeah. You know, because we were talking about it before the show, how, uh, just growing stuff, you know, with mm-hmm. us, the level that we're getting to and and um, and you were talking about just uh, I guess I guess what I'm looking at it as is, you know, it's just seeing things, being able to see a bigger picture sometimes, you know, right. and maybe that's kind of what you're doing, maybe with the YouTube thing or what you're saying about yeah. that, where you're yeah. feeling like maybe you're kind of limiting yourself a little bit because yeah. because like even when we were talking about the radio and stuff that you used to do or whatever. And you were talking about the value of doing a podcast mm-hmm. because the timing of things, you don't have to sit there and tell somebody, hey. Tune in at Tuesday at six o'clock mm-hmm. and catch the show. And then once you miss it, it's boom, it's right. done. Yep. You can catch us anytime. Like anytime. you can catch us and sit here watching now, like our beautiful people are doing in the feed right yeah, now. No Thank y'all for tuning in again. Oh yeah. By the way, uh, VA gonna be in the building. Too. I'm sorry, Jackie. We, yeah. VA gonna be in the building. Yeah. 
I'm sorry. But yeah, so y'all could be doing it like this now, or you can wait until Tuesday when the show drops, or you can catch us on Friday, or that's like me now. Like I don't even listen to the Brilliant Idiots podcast anymore. I right. watch it on YouTube. Okay. And usually I watch it on Saturdays when I'm waking up and I'm doing stuff around yeah. the, you know, around my place or I put right. it on. Um, same thing with Joe Button a little bit now, right now. I got I don't listen to them as much, but I'll turn it on I'll rather turn on the video feed and watch yeah. it. You know, right. whatever, but I can do it like on my Corey, own time. Like Corey Holcomb. My, yeah. the number, listen, I don't know who I, Corey Holcomb 5150 show. I am definitely part of 5150 Nation, man. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, like Corey Holcomb, I'll, I'll watch his show throughout the week. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I still got about a half hour left. Right. You know what I mean? But I catch it whenever. Yeah. I never watch it Tuesday night live. It comes mm-hmm. on Tuesday night. I never watch it live. I'll watch it like when See, I'm, I didn't even know he was doing a show. Man, Corey Holcomb got the. Because that dude is a fool. Corey Holcomb is a stone cold fool. Yeah. Yeah. He's the epitome of using jokes to tell the truth. You know what? Is that the one where Ari Spears got got, got, got his punched? ass whooped? <laughs> oh, the elbow! Yeah, the co-host over. He yeah, caught an elbow. Yeah, he yeah. caught elbow. Yeah, Ari Spears comes off as, flurry, as, as really kind of being an asshole sometimes yeah. when he when he when he does interviews with people, yeah. and that's that's the weird part about him because he's. He's a funny guy. You know, he does the impressions. He's also really, really bitter. That was New York. He's a funny guy. Funny guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. He's a funny guy. You know, yeah, he's so. a funny guy. Yeah, but he's just, uh, he, he comes off as bitter too, you know, and, yeah. and and I wonder why he's so bitter with a lot of stuff. I mean, I, that part I don't get. Yeah. You know, he comes off like he's a hater on the people that's doing better than him, and yeah. it's like, yo, work harder. That's how he was coming off on Corey Holcomb's show. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen got, it. He got yeah. Ugly. yeah. Yeah, it got elbow ugly. Yeah, elbow out, of, ugly. out of nowhere too. Yeah, just a flurry, nigga. Yeah. So, all right, let's transition a little bit again. So, we received an email this week from one of our listeners. Uh, we always love when our listeners, um, you know, send us emails for um, and give us questions and right. ask for advice and things of that nature. So, we did get an email this week that I'm going to sit here and read because it's not really long, and then we'll all give our feedback on it and yeah. uh, you know and give our homies some advice. So. Uh, this is the email from our listener. It says, what's up, DMST? Uh, it says, when I find myself dating multiple women, I have a tendency to pick out the one I like the most and drop the others. I basically focus all my efforts and attention on her, hoping it'll work out. My sister and my homegirls tell me I'm tripping for doing this. They told me I need to keep my options open until a commitment is made. But being more traditional, I guess, I feel some kind of way keeping the attention of multiple women. I'm asking y'all... How do you feel about keeping options open while dating? And what kind of commitment can you expect from women you are you are dating and not even exclusive with? As Dev reaches for, <laughs> reaches for that the bottle. quick, didn't he? Yeah. He was like, let me, you know what? I got something to say. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know who want to start with this well, one. Be, Devin, being that you the yeah, guest, you, you, we'll you, let you, you start. Can, you can go ahead first, man. My father said it perfect. Mm-hmm. Perfectly. You're a dog. To every single woman that you don't pick, hmm. it's just and you gotta be you gotta be man enough to live with that. Right. There are unf- ladies. I apologize. Right. For telling this, telling you the truth. People don't <laughs> tell the truth no more. Ladies, I'm sorry for telling you the truth. Yeah. There's a lot more available women than there are available men. Right. So we're gonna have. Maybe not the pick of the litter. It's not like we sitting over here picking between shit. I can't pick between Rihanna and Beyonce. Which one? But you still got right. We got choices. choices. Okay. And you gotta weigh your options, and then pick one. Right. That's simple. That's just you. how I look at it. Yeah. Man. I, I kind of look at it the same way. Um, like I was saying earlier, I think it's a situation where if you not 
See, see, that's the problem nowadays anyway. People don't date. People automatically assume just because you go out with somebody and you do this, you do that, that it has to be a serious commitment at the time. It's levels to this. It's levels to this shit. There's absolutely nothing wrong with dating different people as long as you keep that shit G. Now, when you start getting physical and different stuff, that can kind of get emotions and feelings more wrapped up. Mm-hmm. But okay. if you just dating to get to really be somebody friendly, get to know somebody, if that's your intentions, then absolutely be around. Just, you know, exactly. keep your options right. open. Yeah. You gotta right. keep your options open man. I see. I feel like in his case, he's doing the right thing and his people are right. His sister and, you know, and, and his homegirls are right because... Let's just say you're talking to two people. You know, you just you're not nothing serious or whatever. Right. Number one, like you say, if you're keeping it 100 with them up front, you know, you're like yo, we not exclusive or anything like that. Then you can't go wrong. Number one, that's the biggest so, thing. Give them that, but I don't think it's anything wrong when you if you say you dating two three people, but you see that you like one more mm-hmm. and you feel like you can go further with that person. Then of course you're going to veer towards that one. You're going to start cutting off. The others. That's it's nothing wrong with that. Like my father said, you're gonna be a dog to them others. Them yeah. others gonna think you ain't shit. So <laughs> every last one of them others. Yeah, rock, like rock motherfucker. You. <laughs> that rock motherfucker. Like that podcast. <laughs> That's that podcast. Nigga. Fuck that nigga. No. So, but I'm wondering if by them telling him that that he's being dumb for you know, I guess maybe cutting people off or whatever. I wonder if they're saying that he's doing it too soon. You know, like making that commitment too soon before yeah, he knows. Yeah. I wonder if that's what they're seeing, you know, with the yeah. approach. Because in that sense, I can see that a little bit more, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. that you just moving too fast and be like, yo, I'm just going to put everything on her. And you looking like, well, you barely even know her. I mean, you Man, know what? Crazy. If, if you had, first of all, you got to know yourself. And what I mean by that is if you know that you ain't the type to sit back and be able to kind of deal with multiple people at, at, at once. True. Then don't don't even go down that, that road. True. You know, just if you if you the type of person that want to be focused on one person, then do what you do what's best for you. Advice is always good, and sometimes the advice can be good. But man. my <laughs> advice, I got so much to say about this, <laughs> man. But my yeah. advice is keep your options open if you're not ready to be committed yeah. to nobody. We we need to we need to teach a lot of classes in high school. If I was the president, I would revamp how we did public school. Yeah, this shouldn't even be a conversation. Okay, right. there's levels one. We talk on the phone. We, you know, you nice, right? Mm-hmm. Well, we, text we go to the movies. Bit. We kick it from time to time. Right? Maybe we fucked every now and then. Well, we, we kicking it. We have sex every now and then, but we don't go over our, each other's family's house. Right? Yeah, maybe we go to each other's family's house. Like, there's levels to it. They want you to commit after you go to the movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's absolutely. Why true. do we even have to have this conversation? It should be right. taught in the sixth grade, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Until that man has introduced you. To his uncle from Arkansas, you are not <laughs> official. This shit ain't official yet. They want you to be official. Go ahead and meet my uncle Moses down from Arkansas, baby. Yeah. Boom. Now you can start having, you can hit him yeah. with the on the ride home, what are we conversation? Exactly. And he is required to answer it. Right. Until then. I don't man. know if he required to answer he, it though. I mean, he required to answer it in the sense. I mean, well, right, the question right, is valid right. at the that question point. Is valid. Though. That's okay, what I, mean. okay That's what I, get, I give you that. The one. question is valid at that point. He don't have to answer it if he don't want to. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but ladies, y'all gotta st- like he falling under the peer pressure of 2018 when you gotta commit to a girl because she liked right. your picture on Instagram. Right. Like I go with her now. <laughs> I gotta cut up. You don't cut off. <laughs> the girl is mine. <laughs> damn, oh, man, this is amazing, man. I don't know. So, be- no, no, go ahead. Go no, ahead. La- ladies, uh, April got a good point. She said, "Folks, don't be honest though." 
and uh and Jackie VA, you know, saying that, you know, you're that, absolutely right, people yeah. are not real enough. Look, the biggest thing and the realest thing you can do is be real from the jump. If you go to approach a person, because the thing I learned in life is that when you know, you can approach a woman and be like, Hey, look, I ain't looking for no commitment. I'm just looking to have a mm-hmm. good time, meet people, just enjoy myself. You'd be surprised. There's a lot of women that's looking for the same shit too. Exactly. They ain't looking to just be like, oh, that's my man. Now nah, we we didn't want to go get some ice cream and walk around the park. That's my motherfucking mm-hmm. man now. Yeah, I'm gonna say now be, still be prepared. Right. Once the session is over, she gonna ask you what are we? Mm. But you gotta be strong enough to know, be like, listen, I don't have to answer this question yet. You ain't met my uncle, so right. I'm gonna answer this question. But you you know, but you're right, man. I don't know. So like like the second <laughs> part the second part of his question where he says, uh, what kind of commitment can you expect from women that you are dating and not exclusive with? I guess the answer to that is none. Yeah, because you can't. you're not because you're not exclusive with. Man, there's so much. It's so many lost people. You don't expect nothing from her until y'all had that convo. Right. Man, got I listen. I got some friends that I love. I will put nobody out there. All right, but they are the epitome of do what they want to do in these streets. Right. But be mad at their girl. <laughs> Listen, 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 listen. Until everything is talked about, you know what I mean? Like, right. she can do what she want to do. Right, and you right. got to be strong enough to take that. Right. Somebody else probably be real digging enough. it out. It's- <laughs> I <know. laughs> He got indigestion now. <laughs> Nigga got the hiccups. Nigga got the hiccups. <laughs> Nigga go get this my lantern real quick. <laughs> this nigga need a tub. Listen, sometimes she get dug out by somebody else, man. Yeah. But men, <laughs> <laughs> the honest to God truth though is that men cannot deal with that. Yeah, though. A lot of them can't. And, and I don't care what nobody say. Uh, well, I'm gonna say a lot of men can't because there's some yeah. men that don't that won't. It took a, a lot of beating yeah. in my head from my brothers. You know, I grew up with all dudes, so they had to beat it in my head. Right. By the time I was like 22, I could deal with life. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they kind of just prepped me for stuff that you should probably learn in the sixth grade. Right. <laughs> and the thing is, too, this is this is vice versa. You know, whether it be men or women. Women, if you if you if you don't want a relationship with a guy, you know, or you, you know, in, in that manner, and you want to date multiple people, you can date multiple people mm-hmm. as well. Right. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, but I do agree with everyone in the feed as far as just keeping it real and just being like, look, because you'll be surprised. Like, like, like uh, April said, you know, people be having whole ass women at home playing single. Mm-hmm. The truth is, a lot of that goes on. Yeah. Everybody don't necessarily keep it 100 all the fucking time. Cause people ain't yeah. cut like you don't. You, I don't owe keeping it one hundred to you, girl. I don't gotta tell you about my real life. Right? Why you gotta you know about my wife? You don't even know my cousin name. I, I gotta tell you about my real life. Fuck, people, my, fuck the uncle from Arkansas. You don't even know my cousin. Let me just give you an analogy. People like when you buy a car, right? After you buy that car, oh, this ain't gonna do. It's not. It's not an analogy, and like it goes coincides with it. It's just an analogy. You buy a car, you know the stipulations, right? You, you right. know you got to get the oil changed unless it's in a contract. You got to right. get the tire changed. You know that. You know it's a part of that five-point inspection. Like, <laughs> people got to just know certain stuff about relationships they don't know no more. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, you got to answer these questions. They keep coming back to you. My my engine light is on. Baby, this is your car now. You know what I mean? Like, right. you got to take care of this. This Some of these questions being asked, they get asked by women in, in regards to relationships and what they expect from a man. Come on, man. Right. Come on now. Now, Come on now. Now, I'm going to touch on something real quick. Pause. Uh, as, as, <laughs> yeah, pause. I'm sorry. As um, as we're seeing in the feed, you know, people are talking about, you know, being real and being honest. And I, I saw a comment in there maybe from Chris, someone uh, um, 100% transparent and this and that. 
Number one, do you really want 100% transparency, no, no. number one? And then number two, like, can you deal with it? I mean, and I'm not talking about him specifically. I'm just talking about in general. Right. Can you deal with it? Because it's like the same conversation we were having about a month or so ago when Paco was talking about, you know, I want to know everything about, you know, this person, that person. I don't think you do. I don't think you want to know that when she was in high school, the whole football team used to run trains on her every mm -mm. Tuesday. Mm -mm. It was called. Mm -mm. <laughs> it was called Tasha Tuesday. <laughs> Like Taco Tuesdays. It was called Taco Tuesday. Taco Tasha, yeah, too. Yeah, I was making some tacos, all right. <laughs> shout out you to Paco. That, Paco man. and the taco. Yeah. <laughs> you know, shout out to my homie. Oh, yeah. No, but I mean, but I just, I, I, I honestly, you know, certain things I, I want to know about. You feel mm -hmm. me? But at the same time, I know that when you just getting to know somebody, yeah. it's some shit. If we get committed down yeah. the line, that I'm going to learn about Listen, you. Listen, you got to peel the layers of the onion back, man. Yeah. I can't just, you're going to start crying. You know what I mean? You can't just, you got to slowly cut that onion open and you, right. you know what I mean? You know, so yeah, man, right. you can't, you can't just jump into something and give you, I can't give you my all. You don't, you don't deserve my all yet. You don't deserve the truth for me. <laughs> you got to earn the truth. You got to earn the truth. <laughs> right. Earn sometimes the truth. people will play on, play on your shit, man. So, mm -hmm. you know, it is yeah. what it is. So hopefully for the most part with, with, with our homie, we've kind of answered the question. I, I just feel like, I agree with your sister. Send them more. Make sure that you're not committing too fast. Right. You know, before we hop back into the topic, make sure we close that one, that this part off. Yeah. Just make sure you're not hopping in too fast is what I'm going to say. Uh, I, I get it 100%. If you get somebody, even if you're talking to three people and one of them you feel like you got more of a future with or something could work with better, I get it. Pursue it. Mm -hmm. Fine. Just don't cut people off too quick. Yeah. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. You know, yeah. all willy nilly yeah. and shit. Like, nah, it's it's a commitment from it, man. Yeah, but I get it because right. some people, you know, are commitment people. I'm I'm more of a relationship person mm -hmm. that you know than than anything yeah. else. But you can move too fast sometimes. So hopefully that's not the yeah, case. Absolutely, I, I'm 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 the type of individual at this point where that moving fast shit is out the window. Yeah. Like, you, you, I got to get to know somebody, and I still got stuff I got to work on. Mm. You know, so yeah, that's the biggest thing, man. Mm -hmm. mm. Real talk. Any, any final words on that part? Any final words of advice for our homie on that part? <laughs> My man, just um, just know that even if you close the door, nine times out of ten when it comes to females, she'll probably leave it cracked for you a little bit for you to come back. And, 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 you know, so don't be discouraged if you cut somebody off too quick. You know what I mean? Right. Unless she, unless she, unless a woman is, this is the mess, this is the funny part about it. Unless she's committed to a dude and they like in a long, this long-term relationship and married, you can probably go ahead and have another conversation with her. You know what I mean? If stuff didn't work out and y'all ended on the cordial note. And maybe it'll work out for y'all second time around, man. Yeah. Even though you cut her off. You, they, women forgive. Men don't. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and my final words on it is, like you just said, and I agree, you know, I don't, I'm don't. i not going to never 100% tell you all my business because mm -hmm. you ain't going to tell me yours. Yes. So you can't you can't expect something from somebody you that got, you ain't gonna get. You gotta keep you something in your that. pocket. Yeah, right. Like every you're not gonna know everything. Now the, the schematics, as far as you know, found you know foundational type things. That look, mm -hmm. do you got a girlfriend? Do you got a boyfriend? Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. I get that. Mm -hmm. I understand that. Right. But if I you know just being upfront and honest about, hey, look, I'm just really trying to kick it. I'm dating. I, you know, I, I do like you though. Want to get to know you. That's where I need to be. Yeah. Just leave it like that, man. Yeah. I agree with y'all. I, I I think y'all um, made some good comments. So <laughs> hopefully that that helps with our friend. Um, and hey, if you ever have any other questions, send us a comment again and uh, or another email, and and we'll definitely we'll definitely answer. And uh, I mean, you know, we are gonna give it to you real, you know, and and hopefully you got the answer that you wanted. Um, 
it's good to hear men sitting back mm-hmm. talking about these things, but we'll, we'll get back to that in a second. No doubt. Um, let's take a pause real quick. Yeah. We're going to do a segment real quick. Our Vegas survival tips. Yo, what's going on, podcast world? This is your boy MTV of the Poolside Chats Podcast coming back to you for the second week of Top 10 Vegas Podpalooza Survival Tips. Now, everybody knows Podpalooza's right around the corner presented by the Drunk Minds Over Thoughts Podcast. And here I am with this week's top two tips on how to survive. Number eight, never take a taxi. For one, those taxi lines be crazy, stupid long, ridiculous, and them taxis is crazy expensive. I don't know if you're familiar with it in your city, but Uber everywhere. Uber is the shit. It'll, they got Uber pickups at every single casino. It's going to be way faster, way easier, way more convenient, and way better on your pockets. Trust me, your pockets will thank me later. And if you've never used Uber before, holla at me. I got a code for you so you can get your first Uber trip free of charge. But never take a taxi. They're going to charge you out the ass. Number seven. Hey, it's nothing wrong with taking a nap. You know what I'm saying? We're going to be kicking it. We're going to be partying. So sometimes, you know, we might hit the pool party around 1 o'clock, kick it all the way in there to about 5. You might need to lay down to about 7 or 8 o'clock and get up and rejuvenate for the evening. Nothing wrong with taking a nap and getting back up and partying some more. Now, there is something wrong with taking a nap at like 9 o'clock and then waking up at 4 a.m. wondering what happened. You don't want to miss all the festivities. So definitely, it's going to be a lot of partying, a lot of drinking, a lot of things going on. So it's cool to get you a little additional rest in the middle of the day, sober up a little bit. And in case you missed my first two tips, you got to tune in to last week's episode of the Drunk Mind Sober Thoughts Podcast and get them there. And definitely tune in next week to get my next two tips. Once again, this is your boy MTV of the Poolside Chats Podcast. Just trying to make sure that you can survive Podpalooza. All right, guys. I'll see you next week. Yeah, man. <laughs> All right, so yeah, we man. want we want to thank the homie MTV for uh, providing us with you know two more lists, two more items off of the Vegas top ten list. You know, doubt of survival um, mode when we'll be out there again. Popalooza, April twenty sixth through April 29th. Yeah, shout out Poolside Chats, man. Yes. All right, so throughout the week, yeah, you came across a post on Facebook um, that you sent to me that you wanted to talk about. I'm trying to remember that. Shit. Uh, I'm out. I got you. Yeah. Um, where. It was a post of one. It's a mutual friend, mm-hmm. and she's a cool person. Nothing, nothing against her, or anything like that. If she's watching, uh, or if she sees, there's nothing against her. But she made a post about um, saying how or when did men become so weak, um, whining and and crying over women. Uh, and you sent it. You screenshot and sent it to me. You were talking yeah. about how how those are the kind of things that you're talking about or whatever. Cause like right. just with what we just did a second ago, where we were responding to our homies mm-hmm. um, email or whatever, just that's, that's three guys. I'm looking at Dev already. But so, so you ready for the kickoff. So I'm pretty sure you're probably thinking of something. <laughs> you're probably thinking along the same lines that, that you were thinking, you know, where it's like, again, what we just did talking about something that a guy sent us with it. This is three black men talking about something relationship wise yeah. being mm-hmm. real. Mm-hmm. Does that constitute us as being weak or whiny or something? I don't know. But that was the post. I don't know if you want to anything you want to add into that real quick right now, Playboy. Um see my thing is this, man. The reason the reason I the reason I, you know, sent the screenshot of that to you as a possible topic for the show is, is strictly because of this. Now look, I get it's different situations that, you know, people take things overboard. Um <clears throat> It's like a damn if you do, damn if you don't. Sometimes that's how I personally feel. I agree. If if I'm a cat that show you emotion and show that I do care about you, 
or do I care about the relationship or whatever the case may be? You want to say I'm weak. Right. But if I just be like, you know, fuck you, I don't pay you no attention, then I'm a nothing ass nigga. Like, I don't get it. It just seemed like, look, we all got contradictions that we go through sometimes in life. This is one I just can't fucking stand. Can I just say, can chime I, in. Can I chime oh, in, please? I want to I do this. The views expressed by me do not directly <laughs> represent. God damn, he beat me to it. <laughs> the DMST podcast. Okay, right. go ahead. I don't know who it, I don't know if maybe she's a Shaw uh vet. I don't know if she's from yeah, where we're from. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know who she is. But ma'am, you're lost. Right. Okay. <laughs> All right. As a man, you care about and you love the pe- you, you you love the people you care about and you express your love and your 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 affection and whatever towards them and you should be open enough to express whether it's displeasure, right. whatever with the person that you care about. Right. You know what I mean? You should be open enough to shed a tear. You right. know what I mean? If 18 kids in Florida get killed or black men getting shot and y'all watch. Like, a man should be able to express himself himself right. around the woman that he... It's, it's just it's such a lost generation of people who... And I don't, I don't want to get nobody mad. Who... The representation of what a man is... Exactly. It's so skewed. It's so off. It's so like... It's some uncle or some boyfriend or some dude or some some daddy who dude dudes have emotions too. Dudes care about. I love my daughters to death. I'll right. do anything for them. I will cry at their dance recitals and graduations. You know Absolutely. what I mean? I don't. I, I'm a dude, and if you got a problem with that, then ma'am, have a good day. I don't know what to tell you. Right. Because right. there's enough women out here who understand and respect the role that men play in in everyday life. You know right. what I mean? For me to entertain. A woman who don't want you to show no emotion. Right. Well, get you I mean, some I, dope boy then. I, exactly. Instead of trying to buy Jordans with with, with exactly five dollars retro right. number one. I mean, I yeah. don't know what to tell you. I do like them black. I and mean, gold I, I, I will say this: like taking that post of hers is almost like when somebody does an interview on a show, like mm-hmm. on, on a radio or whatever TV show, whatever, and then somebody takes that one part yeah, that's yeah, controversial yeah, yeah, yeah. and right. and there's no right. context to it. So we, I, I don't have her. I developed the whole thing. Already. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. Sorry. So I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, I, I don't have the whole comment thing of she what was being said and things like that. So, so we don't have the context <laughs> or whatever. But, but I think there is a kind of a danger in that in that one little part of what was said because again, it's like you said, damn if you do, damn mm-hmm. if you don't. So mm-hmm. what? Right. I'm, I'm, I'm emotionless or whatever, and I, I'm now you looking at me like I'm, I don't care, and I'm mm-hmm. an asshole, I'm mm-hmm. a jerk, I'm all these other things because, because I don't give a shit. I'm not yeah. showing the emotion for anything or yeah. whatever. Hey. And then if I do, now what am I, soft, or I'm whiny, or I'm this, like all these things or can whatever. I, yeah, go ahead. Can I say one more thing? Mm-hmm. It is, and like I was saying earlier, I was raised with all dudes, man. I, was, I don't yeah. know if we was on here before we got on, but yeah. I was raised with all males. And unfortunately, like this is real. I, I think a lot of, a lot of especially our, our, our beautiful black women, they, they, they get a negative. When a man gets emotional, mm-hmm. the response is usually negative. I was raised around men who... Showed love, reacted emotionally in a healthy manner. I can be emotional and not hit you, cuss you out, talk down on you, scream exactly. at you. I can be emotionally invested in you in a healthy way. Exactly. And I don't think a lot of people have experienced, especially black men, be emotionally invested in somebody in a healthy way. Healthy exactly. Way. That's a good point. They don't see that, and they some people see it as soft. But, right. but, you know, no, no, no. But the but the piggyback off of what you just said, April made a good point. I just thought yeah. about a case that we just had here in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. You know, she made the comment. Man. She said, 
men have the right to be emotional. It's the niggas abusing and killing women yes. that is the problem. Yes, Th- that's emotion at its worst. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a different topic. Yeah, but that's part of what we yeah. you know was going to bring upon anyway. You know, throughout the you know this whole <clears throat> situation as far as the podcast. <clears throat> but yeah, absolutely. Look, mm-hmm. I grew. Up, look, I've been told my whole life I wear my fucking heart on my sleeve. Mm-hmm. Wrong with that. Certain things have happened to me in my life where it kind of changed me to where I became, you know, kind of hardcore when it comes to different stuff, or, or not so quick to just be like, boom, oh, 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 you know, oh, what's up, baby girl? You know, I love you. I love you. Show me some love, motherfucker. Show me some love. You know, right, right. But at the same time, you know, I still cannot hide who I am. Yeah, I've always been a passionate person. Mm-hmm. I've always been a loving person. Real cool, mm-hmm. and you know. I struggle with that. Me personally speaking, man. as a black man, I struggle with that a lot, man. Yeah. Like, it's part of me that be like, "Oh man, I, I love you, girl." You know, this, this, that. There's a part of me the next day I'd be like, "Man, don't touch me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't touch me." Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just that's hot, real, you know. But real. absolutely, one hundred percent. You, you, mm-hmm. you have to be able to show emotion. There's yeah. nothing. If anything, I think you ain't a real man if you don't show emotion. If you don't know how to show emotion, you're not a real nigga. Human. Nino Brown, yeah, you're not human. Yeah. Nino I Brown know. cried when he shot G Money, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> real <laughs> you know like goddamn. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, nigga, you know what I mean? That single tear rose. I'm on the run, G. You know what I'm saying? Like, even he cried. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. goddamn. Yeah, man, that's 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 amazing right there. That's a, just that just that one statement is it's just amazing mm-hmm. to to even have that be a, a part of somebody's psyche. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we got to be able to show emotion, man. You know, I think my my daughter has helped me. Okay. It's so raw and it's real. You like you, I love him to death. If she walked in here right now, you know what I mean. Like my whole focus, you know, it's just absolutely, man. Whatever. There's somebody better going somewhere. Yeah, right. It's too many. I don't. I don't. I'm not gonna go off the deep end. But right, that's what we do on our show. Go ahead. Yeah. That's, what, that's, that's why black women don't be liking white women sometimes. They'll let you be. Uh, I know. I ain't know <laughs> oh, you was going shit. that deep. They'll let God you be damn emotional. Oh, no. God happy damn it, Dev. I didn't know you was going that deep. <laughs> the words express. <laughs> I'm messing with y'all. Who the hell? Let this nigga on the show. <laughs> I'm out of here. So we had church. No, 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 make it right, no, 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 we no, no, we'll tackle saying, it. We'll not tackle just, it. Not just, uh, not white women in general, but just, just women in general who are a little bit more open and accepting. You know what right. I mean? Mm-hmm. Tend to, tend to. They wonder why men venture towards that because they're allowed to be themselves, man. They don't try to be a white woman. You know what I mean? Right. But you don't gotta be you don't wanna be on your game all the time. Like I don't I know I'm from East Cleveland. I don't gotta be East Cleveland all the time. Right. Mm-hmm. I get you. Sometimes I wanna watch Flaked on Netflix, an all right. white show, and right. be okay with it, or we'll watch I mean? reruns of Friends. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and not be I'm, judged. I want to watch. <laughs> sometimes I want to watch The Office for the fourth time all the way through, <laughs> and not be judged. Right. Look at this soft ass nigga here. Yeah, I gotta go fight a nigga after I watch after I watch The Office in order I to, prove, do this to prove my, my love. <laughs> Prove you are still from all superior. I got to do that shit. <laughs> right. I don't know, man. It, it's just, I get what you're saying with that, where it's, it's sometimes you don't want to have to always, I got to prove that yeah. I'm these things. I get that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that mentors, means that we yeah. got to venture yeah. to right. the left or to the right yeah. or anything like that. I, mean, I just, I just, I just think we all got to, we all, everybody, we all got to do better yeah. as, yeah. you know, and just accepting people or whatever see and you mentioned you used the word a little bit earlier healthy mm. and i just think that's the problem with so many of our situations with our families or whatever is that a lot of us i'm not saying that we had terrible homes growing up but we didn't have the most healthiest of environments either growing up even right. if it wasn't you not having both parents at home or something like that or or 
you know, anything to that effect. We didn't always grow up in the most healthy of environments that we didn't learn how to share those emotions properly and mm -hmm. things of that of that nature all the time. So that's probably more of a problem than anything else. Right. You know, even with that young lady's um, statement that mm -hmm. she made or whatever, it may just be the fact that, you know, I'm not I'm not going to speak to how yeah, anybody. Yeah, I'm, that's yeah. not what I'm doing. Yeah. But I mean, just what have we seen in our lives growing up and all of those things that that puts us in this mindset that makes us look at stuff like um, uh, that. This is that narrow minded view that I'm going to have on this on this situation. And it right. is narrow minded. Yeah, it's, it's to me, it's, it's narrow minded as fuck. So I don't know, man, we we got to we got to kind of do better. Um, just find a way to get past a lot of that. Mm -hmm. I, I don't, and I don't know how. I mean, mm -hmm. I don't know if y'all got anything that that y'all that y'all can see or whatever. It's just, yo, you got to be more accepting of people. Mm -hmm. um, you sent something in, in the in the group text this week, or, mm -hmm. or between between me and you, just talking about um, getting to know people. Yeah, I mean, one of the biggest things that we like I, I alluded to earlier is that we don't take the time to to get to know ourselves first of all. Mm -hmm. People like to jump into different shit and do different things without even knowing who they are or what makes them happy for real. Mm -hmm. People act on a whim, on a lot of shit. Move too fast. Move too fast. Hell, we were just talking about it with our homie with the email earlier almost. Yeah. Like sometimes you can do that. And at, at the end of the day, you know, my biggest thing, like I've always, I'll tell you this, Dev, mm -hmm. throughout the course of this two and a half years that we've been doing this podcast, mm -hmm. they've probably gotten text messages from me <laughs> at least 20,000 times saying, why? What happened to the love? Mm -hmm. What happened to loving each other? What happened to just being, you know, just we just mm -hmm. we give a fuck about each other? Right. Mm -hmm. I, I don't, I don't remember these times ever mm -hmm. growing up. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. I see, I see too many posts on on social media about this is a nothing ass nigga. Mm -hmm. Oh, I can't stand this bitch. Or oh, I can't this and this and, and amongst the, ourselves. But then when something happens, when somebody else does something to us, it's then a it's problem. a situation, it's a problem. But we treating each other like we ain't shit. Mm. That's real talk, man. Like it irritates the fuck out of me. That's real talk, man. And, and, and it really, really, like to the core, dude, like I get tired. Like I'm like, part of my reason for not really wanting to be on social media, mm -hmm. the only reason I'm on social media anyway, I said this before, is because of the show. Yeah. <laughs> if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be on social yeah. media because all I ever see is this nigga ain't shit. That it's game it's the outlet for all the people that are going through it. People, you know, the the, the squeaky wheel gets the oil. You know what I mean? Right, you learn right. that at an early age. You know what I mean? When you play sports, coaches tell you stuff. You know what I mean? When you're doing your job, you right. do your job. You know what I mean? Right. That's the problem with social media. You're right. It's either people, quote unquote, promoting something or a bunch of squeaky wheels. Right. A bunch of squeaky wheels. I will say social media used to be a lot more fun. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. At one point. Now, don't get it twisted. One thing I'm learning to do too is is, is really read things from both ends of the spectrum. Mm. You do got some motherfuckers that ain't shit. Oh yeah. So don't get it twisted, ladies and, and, and people in general. I'm just not a, 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 a something just against y'all. No, it's a but, giant ball of fucked up. Yeah, it's yeah. a because <laughs> it go back to earlier. Some people think they deserve the good you. Like you deserve a cordial me. Like yeah. if right. I'm at a store, you deserve for me to hold the door open for you. Right. You deserve me to say, excuse me, if I'm about to bump into you. That's right. about the fuck it. You know what I mean? People right. be expecting right. you to like, I don't know. Right. Do something extra for him. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't I don't get it, man. Yeah. Right. I, I, I guess I just, you know, more and more wrapping okay. this up real okay. quick is just a fact of of just wanting to just just that love again, man. We always yeah. talk about black love and this, this, and that. Like, man, down, you know, just cut down on the bullshit. Yeah. You know, you'd be surprised, especially with a, I'm speaking, and I can say this because I'm a black man. Mm-hmm. I, I, I read a um I watched a video with T D Jakes and I've said this before. I watched a video with T D Jakes and I think I've said this before in, 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 in a um 
on the podcast where you'd be surprised if you see your man bringing in groceries if you if you if you gave him encouragement said oh, look at my baby bringing in them gro-, that nigga gonna grab every bag on the first trip mm-hmm. you'd be surprised as far as being a black man the encouragement mm-hmm. goes a long way and not just saying that he ain't this and he ain't that mm-hmm. and same for women mm-hmm. you know men treat your women like queens man yep. just that simple right all right so i'm 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 glad to get y'all y'all both of y'all opinion on that so i want to ask you something dev just because um um you're you're the married man sitting at the table mm-hmm. um has your wife ever kind of approached you in those kind of ways? I mean, because you're a writer and things mm-hmm. like that, so I'm pretty sure I, I don't. I would happen to think that you don't have those issues where somebody's not saying that that you're too cold or you're too this and that or whatever. Yeah. But but you know, you haven't really ran into any of those issues with your wife or anything like that, where she's talking about, "Hey, you're not doing this," and I'm not trying to yeah, be too no, personal. No, you good. You good. No, we we have our we have our normal relationship issues that every, anybody would have. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We um like you said I am a writer so we do it's kind of unique because she kind of does her own thing and I have a lot of time to sit and write you know what I mean right. so um I kind of focus in I try to learn you got to learn who the person is that you with like it's just we got this cookie cutter mentality that like you know just because a chick look a certain way or do look a certain way that they wifey material or husband material you got to learn the individual you with man exactly get to know them you know what i mean like she's big on holidays she's big you know stuff like that you know what i mean important events or little thoughtful things if somebody if she's sick or mm-hmm completed something at work or mm-hmm. she something that she's excited about showing the you know making sure you do something to let her know you know that you that you care about what's going on you know what i mean but you got to learn the person that you with man you got to learn right. that person you know what right. i'm saying so but yeah I, but I, you know, I don't run into that too much just okay. cuz i kind of i'm overly attentive cuz i am a writer you know what i mean like yeah. it's kind of it's, it's not fair because i'm always kind of in database gathering mode you know what i'm saying like I get you. I was talking about this, this script earlier. I was working at Belfair. I was a supervisor over a unit, a residential unit, and I was pretty much just like gathering data, gathering data, gathering right. data. And now I'm just throwing the data up on paper. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's unfair for me because I like listen to you say you like strawberry, sour patch kids, and then I'll go find them in like Sola and get them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's dope, though. You know, stuff like, you know what I mean? But. And the stuff like that is, I, I I hope things like that are appreciated. I'm pretty sure they are. Yeah. Um, but those are the small things that, again, that that might be considered based on the 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 Facebook post we saw that we shared. That might be something that's considered being oh, soft. Yeah, I'm, a or suck, I'm a sucker. I was yeah. searching for candy with my whole ass. <laughs> <laughs> whole ass buying candy, nigga. You probably sucked the sour off. <laughs> You want to taste the sweet? I can't. I can't. I'm so I love these cleats, but I hate it, man. God, I swear to God, man. Y'all just, females are something else. Bro. Oh, man. That is something else. Oh, man. I was about to say something. That just that literally just made me forget it, man. Right. My bad, man. I don't know. No, did, did you? I, I wonder, because you said you grew up in a home basically with all men or whatever. I wonder, yeah. do you think, like, with your life now, is that... I'm not gonna say it's your karma, but do you? Yeah, do it you, is. Because I got all girls. <laughs> yeah, that's what right. I'm saying. I got all girls. But I don't want to call it karma like it's a bad thing, it is, but it's, it's but it's like the flip side of just it. Just the flip side. It it um. It, I mean, it's, it's helping me be a a better father for him. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because right. I know it sounds weird because I didn't grow up with, with females. But dudes kind of give you a calming effect. Like, like when the storm hit, you know how to like calm down. And even if it's just two women, you you know it's a storm. It could be a two year old woman and a thirty. Two year old woman, you know, yeah, <laughs> they yeah. gonna create a storm. You know, what and I'm that, saying? that's crazy, man. Little girls, yeah. it, it, it it makes me think of you know, 
a certain situation. I mean, I, I don't know how you want to um, rock with this, but I'll let you go ahead. Go, go ahead. It, oh, you're talking about the, the story? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll wrap up with this one. Um, right. Um, just... Well, I don't, I, hell, I, now I got to figure out how to transition to a Playboy, damn it. I'm sorry. Um, I apologize. But no, um, we'll, we'll, we'll end off on this point here. But, um, you know, the story that's been in the news lately here in Cleveland with the, with the young girl who, uh, who was killed. Uh, she was four years. A lot of people that's out of town that's listening to this, y'all may not know. But there was a young girl who was killed here, I guess, a couple mm. weeks back. She was four years old. Four years old. Um, she basically lived with her mom and her mom's boyfriend. Um, the father actually... From what I know in the news, have been fighting to get custody and things of that nature. Um, but the girl had been being abused. I, the most aggravating part about this story is the fact that the system mm. failed this little girl. Absolutely. The system failed this little girl. There are so many. If, if you. Look what I'm writing it's, right now. It's, I mean, multiple times she went to that daycare and, and mm. they saw marks on her or hand, basically they said handprints on this mm. little girl's face. And and they would say, what happened to you? And she would say, mommy hit me multiple times. They called from, from the daycare and it was reported. Police were called. They investigated child services. All of them investigated, whatever. And that little girl was still never taken from this home. Mm. Multiple times. The system failed that little girl. And that's mm. so fucking. And, and honestly, and our friend, we said something earlier. Look, I'm mad talking about it right now. I almost feel like dropping a tear right yeah. now talking about the story yeah. because it's so sad. Yeah. That little girl was so cute. Yeah, it's crazy, man. You, you, you know, to see her, um, it, well, it already, it already, it, it touched me off the back because of you know being a, having a daughter, and you know I got a four year old son, and to put in mindset of her being four years old and my son being four. Or, or my daughter, whatever the case may mm -hmm. be, to sit there and see her laying in that casket, Crazy, bro. it did something to me. And to know that these individuals, the system, did absolutely right. nothing. And see, the thing is this. The reason I say nothing, they can say all day long that they received different things. They had a case open or whatever the case may be. They Fuck closed those bullshit. cases. That baby shouldn't That's have crazy, been in that house bro. anymore. What is, what, not, what's damn detrimental? What's, what's, what's deemed a toxic situation Listen, or something that's an emergency? What's what going to happen? This happened. And, and now that situation is over. Now the little girl is gone. I, to, to speak from that side of it, like that's, I'm, I'm, and I'm, it's crazy. I didn't even know we was going to talk about this up here today. We, we, uh, we like to spring this on our people. No, it's cool. I, was, I used to work at Children Family Services, yeah. and I just left Belfair working with at-risk kids. Who yeah. come, you know, like this is literally... Like, this little girl could have been on my caseload. I used to work in the county. You right. know what I'm saying? And, um... Damn, I didn't know that. That's It's crazy, bro. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so... It's, stuff like this is part of the inspiration for me writing the script. But whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to get into that right now. Because I ain't going to mm -hmm. do with this. Right, right, right. It's so much red tape, man. Really? It's so much red tape, man. Hey, I'm glad we discussed it. But go ahead. I'm glad because we discussed it. Because it's, it's two things that could fix it. But I don't, I don't want to get too far off into it. People are like, what is he talking about? That in social work you have licenses. I know. Now we, just let me wrap this up on a, like a little bow. Like, what the hell are you talking about? You got license licenses. You have licensed social workers. You have unlicensed social workers. Every child and family services okay worker is an unlicensed social worker. Meaning, I'm not making none of this really falls on my shoulders. It falls on the agency's shoulders, the county shoulders, the city shoulders, whatever. 
So if you have something like this, there's not a whole lot of personal accountability in these cases. It's a lot of red tape accountability behind yeah. you, upstairs and legal. Corporate. You know what I mean? So you're not allowed to like. It's it's man, this is so fucked up about the system. No, the I further you. you go deeper off into the system where it's fucked up, residential facilities, DHs. That's where all the personal accountability is. That's where you build the rapport with the kids. Right. On the front end, when you can save these little, I was about to call, no. when you can save these little kids, right. that's where it's red tape. Right. Ain't no red tape. When you're in a residential, you can break them up from fighting in a, in a restraint, carry them off unit, talk to them, have right. them cry, bring them back on unit, give them something to eat, sit with them for an hour, and help them. When you are at the county level, you, I'm, I'm giving this. You can go to court, bro. Like you talking about having a case open. You can go to court. Right. The wording in court is the recommendation of the agency is like all of the, all of the responsibility is off As my shoulders. Off of As you. a social worker, it's off you. of me, and that's the it. messed up part about it. I get you. Because it's, like, it's like passing the buck. It's, it's you. You got to pass the buck five, six, seven ways down the line before somebody. Damn. Is and then the social worker is probably going to take the brunt of it, which they should, right? Because it's their caseload. But then again. They don't. They don't have any licensure or nothing on the line, so they're not really losing nothing. But a right. job, right? Right. I it's get messed you. up, bro. It's messed up, man. It's so crazy, right. man. Like, like when I I wasn't paying attention to the story at first, and then all of a sudden it finally just I saw it, and then saw everything yeah. that was going along with it. Like I saw yeah. the like when the funeral was going on last weekend. Um, I saw pictures online, and I I always hate seeing pictures of people at their funerals. Yeah. And I, 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 yeah. But, you know, there was the, the picture of the father kissing his daughter in the casket. I mean, that, that shit was so fucking heartbreaking. Yeah. You know, and to know that He's a guy that again was trying to get custody, and I, and I know you put in the feed also they, this they, week that that people were turning against the father, saying they why were, didn't he do more? Well, this, and and, and no, you go can't ahead. do nothing when you go ahead. Ahead. There, I'll put it like this: there were individuals that were saying that um, okay, basically that being his daughter, basically like being a uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Go Basically ahead. doing what you got to do, your freedom, whatever you got to do to get your baby out of that situation. Can I tell you something yeah, about ahead. the county, brother? Go ahead. <laughs> like, not you, but people listening okay. who say that. You can go to prison. Right. It is kidnapping. Right. If a father takes a kid away from their parent, right. from their mother. Absolutely. If, and, if she has custody. And the... And she has custody. Oh, I can't even remember the word now. I've been gone for three years. I can't remember the word now. But the fact that she gave birth and she's not actively on drugs or in county custody or whatever, the mother is automatically granted custody of the kid if right. there's not any um, father there to sign the birth certificate. Blase skip. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, like, when you go into this battle, you are you are now, I want to give people's names, Playboy versus the state of Ohio. Right. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And your kid is on the other side. The day they born, if you're not there to sign that birth certificate and y'all not together. Right. You know what I mean? So you're committing a felony. Right. You're, I'm not about to, like, you go to court with these mamas, you got to prove that she on crack or she an active whore in order to get your, this kid away from her. And if you can't do that, good luck, bro. Right. You can't, it, it's not set up. It's, so, it's messed up, man. And, and that's the messed up part. I mean, how's a kid going into daycare with hand marks on her face and bruises and saying, so mommy hit me. Like, and like, like, how is that not enough to sit there and so say? Let me, so I'm about to, it's crazy. No, I mean, you're here. Go you're ahead. Right. I want to ask so, you 12. Go ahead. Go so, ahead, you, ahead. So, so boom, see, the kid goes, this, this is, this is a, a hypo, this is like a hypothetical okay. generic case. Kid goes to daycare. 
say my mama hit me. They call the people. They say this kid is is, is in, you know, whatever. They got an active case open, whatever. Social worker goes out. First of all, the social worker got like five days to go out unless the kid is like in the hospital or okay. something like that. So you got a whole, like a whole, motherfucking a whole week. week. You whole know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not including weekends. So if shit happened on Tuesday, you got the next Tuesday. But anyway, you go out, you see it. If, if you do determine that, all right, it's a problem at the house, you got to have like a hearing down at the county and that would be two, three weeks out. Then if at the hearing it's determined that the kid is abused and neglected, now you got to go to court to determine whether or not they're going to take action against the mama. This could be two, three, four, five months down the line. Right. And anyway, anywhere in the middle, the mama can – they can say, well, the mother's going to take uh, uh, anger management or the boyfriend's going to take any anger management or can y'all move with your mother or can you move in with your auntie? Or They do basically, they, they try, it sounds like they're doing everything to keep the baby yeah, with the mother. Yeah, they do. And, and, and in most cases, that's That's just good. how it sounds to me. In most cases, that's good. But in cases like this, you could be seven, eight months, man. Right. All jokes aside. Cause when you're dealing with the with, with juvenile court, you go to juvenile court on a Monday, and they just had they just had a, the 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 clerk come out with a paper like docket's full today. This has been moved out to June 16th. See you in June, and that's it. You go back, you write a note. Court case for such and such has been moved to June 16th. Okay, right. And now you can't do nothing for three months. It's so, my bad, my bad. I don't got they ain't got me going. No, out. I think, my bad. So so I guess, and, and this is gonna be controversial. You, you know, you're big guys. So I don't want to come no, close to you. You're good. You're good. So I'm going to ask you. I, I want to <laughs> ask you a real ass question, my nigga. We, we know each other how long? It's a hell of a question. <laughs> 20, 20 plus. I, 22, 23. 20. So, mm-hmm. if your little girl. Man, listen. I got a four year old. If your four year old little girl, y'all not together, and your, your baby mama, your, I'm not, mm-hmm. I have no disrespect. No, you're good. But y'all not together. Mm-hmm. Let's say y'all, y'all, y'all yeah, I got a love you. I'm not with, with the mother. Okay. okay. If this is going on mm-hmm. and nobody's doing nothing about it, what do you do, Dev? That's I, the hard part, I think. Yeah, that's the hard part. I got. What would your first mind tell you to do? My first mind would tell me to ride over there and get her. At all costs. Okay. At all costs. But you just mentioned that also means prison. But then that also means Jail. prison, right. and that means risking losing her. So. I would just put the heat on. You know what I mean? Like, I get you. I would put the heat on. Okay. I would call the police or something to mm-hmm. maybe go with me, even though I can't get her. I would just put the pressure on, man. Mm-hmm. Right. It's the only thing you can do. I get you. Go back every other day or something. I respect but, that. But it's not. But it's not. It's not like he could do anything. Right. And everybody don't got seven months of county training as a social worker. That's absolutely so true. I can't be, I can't fault the man for right right yeah. I get you I mean, once you hit that first level because the red tape you hit is real yeah like right. you got a prosecutor sitting in front of you like there's nothing we can do till June right you be like I, I, I guess I'll see you in June you know yeah. there's nothing you can do yeah. and, and then you know what too no go ahead at no, the same time real no, quick at the same time a lot of people will say what they will do until they in that until situation they in that situation yeah you feel me yeah like a lot of people will be like oh yeah I, man. Fuck that! I'm doing yeah. this. I'm a lot of people are, are, yeah, are sitting back home then, and being Twitter fingers and talking about. Then you get you know, into a situation and it's just like, damn, the shit is right in my fucking face. Yeah, and you realize, what it. am I going to do? And you realize, it. yeah, you know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, because because I mean, because when you first told me that people were turning turning on the father, yeah, I started thinking in my mind. I'm like, okay, as a father, I would sit there and be like, you know, at all costs, I got to go get my baby out the house and things like that. But you had to. I had, to, right, I so, had to so, so let it. me go get her out the house. 
Yeah. Now I'm kidnapping her. Mm-hmm. So now when they come right. get me, not an Amber alert. Now, on your phone now, phone. now right. they're going to take me to jail, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and guess where she's going back? She's going right back to the mama's house. It's the I, I, this is what I scream a lot of times when we talk about a lot of these different topics, be right. it something like this, be it divorce stuff, all this stuff, whatever. Too many of these rules are archaic. Mm-hmm. We haven't changed these rules in years. The stuff people got to go through as fathers, and not every father's a deadbeat, especially in our communities. Yeah. The stuff we got to go through in our to 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 see the kid, to 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 have um, partial guardianship of the kid, mm-hmm. or this and that, or whatever. And I I understand there's some guys that don't give a shit about that, and they yeah. just cool with whatever whatever it is. But there's a lot of guys that's not cool with that. But the things you have to go through to jump through these hoops sometimes, mm. you know, because a lot of times for me, I don't have kids. So to me, on the outside looking in, when I'm looking at somebody that got kids, and it's like, mm. oh, right. I got to go through this, and I got to go through that. And I'll be sent, sent back sometimes like, well, go through it, bro. it is what it is. Just go through mm-hmm. it. But guess what? I'm not going through it. Yeah. I don't have to sit there and be like, well, you know what? Uh, to, go, to do this, I got to go to court. And to go to court, I got to take time off work. And I got to, and then I got to go do this. And I got to have a lawyer. And I got to do this. And then it's going right. to get dragged out. And like you said, we can go to court this day and they can say it's going to get moved. And all, <laughs> stuff, whatever. all this shit is archaic. Mm-hmm. It's archaic. Everything. These are rules and stuff that we set up a long time ago when women were, were not working. And all they did was sat at home. Yep. And they were just stay-at-home moms and things of that nature. And that's why when you got divorced, it was, oh, you give her half and all this stuff or whatever. Right. That was a long fucking time ago. Right. You know what I'm saying? We got to look at stuff different. It's 2018. We got to yeah. look at stuff different. That system failed this little girl. Mm-hmm. Our system failed this little girl. Man. You had a father fighting to try to get his daughter, and it didn't work out, and now this little girl is dead. And didn't I see some of the feed as far as emergency... You know, emergency uh, custody. He was trying you to get to think about that. You can do emergency custody. You have to prove some sort of. You have to approve abuse. You have to prove. I'm saying approve. You have to prove abuse or neglect in order to get emergency custody. Okay. So that that that's usually what happens. Mm-hmm. But the stipulations with it is the, the mama got to go to like anger management, and once she does somewhere like three to four, or I can't remember what it was. She doesn't have to complete it. But once she starts going consistently, then she can start. So once again, the system is set up to keep the kid with the mom. But yeah, you can't get emergency custody, but that would be determined at that court hearing. Right. That court hearing would say, you would go for emergency custody because when y'all went back to court in June, you would say, Mm -hmm. I want my daughter. So they would say, all right, she's being abused and neglected. Instead of putting her in foster care, we'll grant emergency custody to the father. Mm Mm-hmm. We're not granting real custody, just emergency custody. The mama got to do A, B, and C. Once you do A, B, and C, you got to take the kid back back. to her mama. Right. Or if she don't, then you can file for permanent custody, which is going to take another court date, and good luck. (laughs) It's just the messed up part, like you were saying, man, it's it's crazy because now I work with older, older folks, man, with Medicaid, stuff like that, and you need licensures and stuff to do that once they they 80. Mm -hmm. But you don't need licensures when they eight. Right. It should be flipped. Or eight months. Yeah. Or even if you got to have it when they're 82, but have it when they're eight. We got to have the same. It's just the country we live in where we reactionary. Right. Yeah. And you backwards. get all these protections for these and older backwards. folks, which is good. But the kids are just like, you know, just you fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck yeah, they'll be all right. Fuck them. It's fucked up, man. Yeah, it's something, man. It's crazy, well, bro. Well, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tough subject for me. I'm going to just say this, man. I'm going to say um, rest in peace to Anaya, mm-hmm. four-year-old. Baby girl, you not suffering no more. Rest in peace. And I'm going to say rest in peace to all the other kids that we don't even know about and different things. And to anybody that may be in a situation like this, you know, I, you know, Godspeed, man. Like, real right. talk. Okay. 
All right, so thank you for giving us some clarity on that, man. <laughs> Def- you know, definitely. You know, that's yeah, dope, man. That's dope. I'm glad you were here for that. That's respect, yeah, because, man. Like, real I, talk. I forgot about that background you had, mm-hmm. you know, things like respect, that. So that, that did help. So so thank you with that, man. So no we problem, about to go man. ahead and wrap up. Um, thank you for sitting down with oh, us man, and being our guest show, co-host man. this week, man. I hit you up last oh, second man. yesterday. It was like, yo, we got a chair open. Would you come through? So Sundays be open for me, man. Now that it's not football season. Yeah, I reserve them for football. The rest of the, how many weeks is that? Uh Forty, no, yeah. thirty-eight weeks, whatever's left, weeks. whatever's left. Yeah, <laughs> <It's open. laughs> all right. So, right. hey, so once again, thank you, man. Hey, let the people know where they can find you. Yes, on man. You know all the social medias and all the things you got going on. The real Big Dev two one six on everything. I had to put the real because Big Dev two one six got messed up. So people be like, who you think you is? It's <laughs> <laughs> the real, the the real Big Dev two one six, man. And make sure if y'all if y'all in Cleveland, man, come on out and check out the Poetic Movement show. Yeah. Wednesday, I mean, night. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday night, seven thirty. The uh, Large Mayor Art Gallery is pretty pretty cool event, man. I can't That's wait to be there. The ten bucks at the door get you. They got the little liquor, the little small airplane liquor bottles. They be okay. having sandwiches. Oh, and I know all about in them. The back, you know what I'm saying? I got uh, a, I got a flask uh, via Columbus. I know all about the little bottles of liquor. <laughs> I, I got a flask. We'll be all right. We'll be all right. What you no. man? Okay, thank you, Playboy. Go ahead. Hey man, dope show, man. I, I, I appreciate you uh, enlightening us on on that. Oh, I, I didn't even know that, man. It's crazy. And, 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 but I get it though. Much respect, bro. Um, Thank you for having me. And at the end of the day, man, it's Playboy the DJ, man. Playboy D A D J. You can find me on Instagram at Playboy underscore James. Is it James three? Yeah. On Instagram, You're asking us like it's yeah. Just, it's just, I had to think about it real quick. <laughs> let me let me find it. Right. <laughs> you can find me on, on on Instagram Playboy underscore James three. You yep. can find me on Facebook under my government. If you, if you know, know me, then you know me. <laughs> and you can find me on DMST Boys page, man. All the other shit I don't really rock with, man. But dope show, y'all. Appreciate y'all, fellas, man. Hey, one hundred, man. Appreciate it. Till next time. Appreciate it. All right, y'all. Um, email us dmst16 at yahoo.com anytime you want to share something with us ask us a question dating advice anything of that nature reach out to us as y'all saw on the show today we will get back to y'all follow us on instagram and twitter dmst boys and that's b-o-y-z yep Um, give us our updates on Palooza if you're coming if you're not coming um uh, and then when you are coming what day you're coming in and where you're staying so we can go ahead and finalize these events Dev, hopefully we'll see you out there, man. I'm going to try to get out there, man. No doubt. Yeah, hopefully we'll see you out there. So thank y'all for tuning in on the Facebook live feed. I'm guessing we made it through the show pretty good Mm -hmm. um, without any issues. Thank you to everybody that's been commenting on this feed and and, um, keeping this conversation going. Um, The one guy in the the feed, Chris Porter, um, I don't know if I really know him, but he's been all in the feed, so I want to shout him out, man. No doubt. Good I feedback. I want to shout him out. He's been having a hell of feedback. He said he wants us to have a call-in segment. That's dope. Because, you know, some of the stuff we was hitting today, he's like, it was just way too much to type. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel that. You know, so that's that's 100, man. So make sure you tune in. We do it live every Sunday. Except for next week. We won't be live on Sunday of next week. Uh, Just schedule, whatever. We won't be live, but we'll be back live Sunday after that. So thank you all for tuning in. We will catch y'all in two weeks on the live feed, Papalooza, April 26th to April 29th. We'll see Sir. y'all there. Um, you can find me on all social medias. My ads on social media is DJ Brainstorm, the number four, the letter. You. <laughs> and I ain't got no shit to add. I ain't got to say everything. Yeah, okay. All right, y'all. <laughs> all right. Peace, y'all. Peace. Peace.